The LA Kings headed into the Christmas break on a winning note and look to keep it going. That and more on this edition of Locked On LA Kings. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love for you to leave us a positive comment on Apple Podcasts if you're a fan of the show. And we're also on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. At last check, we were at 2,574 subscribers. Thank you to all for your support on the podcast and the YouTube channel. I'm Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked on LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for the past 30 years, 20-plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast, a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the last 17 years, and, of course, a passionate LA Kings fan for over 30 years. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase hope you had a great christmas holiday weekend the kings were off for the past couple of days getting ready to come out of the holiday break they've got back to make back-to-back games coming up this wednesday and thursday but we do have a game to recap from this past saturday before we get into uh, what the kings are going to do this coming week uh, la posting a 5-3 win over the calgary flames if you missed it here is a quick recap of that game And although he was a full participant in practice on Saturday, defenseman Vladislav Gavrikov did not play in that game against the Flames on Saturday. Coming off his knee injury, uh, the Kings, I think, smartly wanted to give him just a couple extra days off through the holiday just to be on the safe side. Jacob Moverar once again filled in for Gavrikov on that second pairing with Matt Roy. Cam Talbot again was in net. As for the game recap against the Flames, Kings started off Uh, getting the first goal of the game just a minute and one second in. Quinton Byfield gets his ninth of the season. Drew Doughty and Andre Kopitar with the assists to make it 1-0. However, the Flames would respond just a minute 46 later to tie up the game at 1-1. L.A., though, would reclaim the lead on a Pierre-Luc Dubois goal, his sixth of the season. Jordan Spence and Philip Deneau with the helpers on that one. Kings had a 2-1 lead after one period. Second period, Kings would allow a shorthanded goal But L.A. would reclaim the lead on an Alex LaFerriere tip-in. Drew Doughty and Mikey Anderson with the assists. Kings had a 3-2 lead at that point. Trevor Moore would add to his team-leading goals total, 16th of the season for him, to give the Kings a 4-2 advantage. That's where we would stand going into the third period. In the third period, Flames would inch closer on a power play goal, but Quinton Byfield scored his second of the game, 10th of the season, into an empty net to seal the 5-3 win for the Kings. Kempe and Kopitar with the assists on that empty net goal. Cam Talbot made 32 saves in net to get the win as he improves to, or the Kings, I should say, improved to 19, seven and four on the season, six, six and three at home and three and one on their current seven game stretch, all against Pacific division opponents. Let's check the game stats on this one for the LA Kings. Five, three with the win shots on goal. Um, one of the few times this season that the Kings had a slim margin as far as shots on goal, but there were some reasons for that. Uh, Kings had 34 shots to Calgary's 32. Power play, uh, Calgary one for three with a man advantage. The Kings were 0 for four. Actually, that was that's incorrect. It was one for six, Calgary, with the man advantage, which was a big storyline in this game, so apologize for that. 
uh, mistake there. Uh, faceoffs won uh, a, a slight edge to the Kings, 34 to 33. Block shots, a slight edge for Calgary, 26 25. And the hits were in favor of the Kings, 19 to 12. So for the Kings, uh, 11 different players recording a point in that game over Calgary. Um, great to see Pierre-Luc Dubois get a much-needed goal stamping a 13-game goalless drought. Trevor Moore continues his career year with his 16th goal of the season, uh, just one away from his career high for goals in a season. But as far as the three stars in this game for the LA Kings, as selected by me, uh, the number three star for me is Kings captain Andre Kopitar. Uh, two assists in the win over the Flames, leading the Kings in points with 31. Uh, this is the sixth time in Kopitar's career he has recorded 30 or more points uh, in his first 30 games. Of course, he's played his whole career with the LA Kings. Uh, had the secondary assist on the Kings' first goal. That was after winning a faceoff in the Flames' end and getting the secondary assist on the Kings' final goal. That was after winning a faceoff this time in the Kings' end. Uh, he is the LA Kings all-time assist leader, as you know, now with 766 in his career. The second star of the game for the win over the Flames goes to Kings defenseman Drew Doughty with his two assists. He was a plus three for the game. And I never want to assume that everyone knows exactly what I'm talking about. So just in case, a player is awarded a plus each time he is on the ice when his team scores a goal, even strength or shorthanded. And that player also will receive a minus if he's on the ice for an even strength or shorthanded goal by the opposing team. So Drew Doughty on the ice for three goals for the Kings uh, and obviously uh, was a plus three in that one. Uh, Doughty and Mikey Anderson are tied for the team lead, by the way, in plus minus. If you're interested about such things, they're both both at a plus 15. Uh, of course, Doughty in this game as well, leading all players, uh, Kings and Flames in ice time. 26 minutes and 14 seconds, as he does just about every game. Uh, Dowdy had the primary assist on two goals, the opening goal of the game from Quinton Byfield, and then on the Alex LaFerriere goal. Great pass from Drew Dowdy. It actually went off LaFerriere's skate and in as he didn't get his stick on it, but still a very nice assist and a good all-around game from Drew Dowdy. But our number one star for the win over the Calgary Flames goes to Quinton Byfield for his two goals, the first goal and the last goal of the game. Uh, this is his third two-goal game this season. He had zero coming in to the season. He has now doubled his career high in goals for a season already with 10 and continues to add to his career year in points with 25. Uh, that's already three more points than he had all of last season. Q had the first goal of the game, a set play on a faceoff for him which shows uh, the coaching staff having confidence in him. Pretty routine shot from the point, found a way through. Uh, his second goal, though, all hustle and speed. The Kings, as I mentioned, won a faceoff on their own, and Andre Kopitar, Adrian Kempe, then flipped the puck out of the zone because the Kings were down a man as Calgary had pulled their goalie for the extra attacker. And the Flames defenseman retreated back to get the puck, and he had about a 10-foot lead on Byfield as the puck was flipped out. And you could see Q gaining ground on him rapidly in a race with the puck. Once they got to the puck, it was pretty much an even race. Byfield, though, would lift up the Flames player's stick, steal the puck, and then slam it into the empty net for the game-sealing goal. Awesome effort by Q, showing great speed on the ice on that goal for the LA Kings to seal that victory. Uh, love, love to see this, obviously, uh, from Quentin Byfield. We've talked about it a lot. 
but seeing him continue to blossom into not just a solid player, but an impact player for the LA Kings uh, has been a lot of fun to see. Uh, and you got to think he's only going to get better from here on out. The confidence is growing. Uh, the experience is growing and he's still kind of growing into his body as well. But for a guy that, that big to be able to have that kind of speed uh, and his desire and hustle is clearly evident. He's enjoying himself. He's having a good time. His teammates are as well. Just great to see Quentin Byfield continuing to get better and better. And he gets our number one star of the game in the win over the Calgary Flames. Coming up next, we're going to check in on the night for Kings goalie Cam Talbot. He got a big scare in this one. Uh, we'll go get the details on that. Also tell you what we liked and didn't like about the win over the Flames. All that and more coming up here on Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. Hey, step right into the NFL action this season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in a bonus bet guaranteed. When you place a $5 bet, that is $200 in a bonus bet, win or lose. And if you've been thinking of joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than now. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options from spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. And uh, you can bet on the NFL. A lot of people love to do that. But, of course, you could bet on the NHL as well. Kings have a big game coming up against the San Jose Sharks on Wednesday. You could obviously place a bet on the Kings to win that game. Uh, the over-under, six and a half. Will it be more or less total goals between the two teams than that? You can bet on that as well. All over at FanDuel.com slash on. Bet all season long on the NHL and the NFL as well. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Hey, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On uh, covering their teams as well. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national 24-7 streaming channel. Uh, let's talk about the night for Kings goaltender Cam Talbot. I thought he was good. Uh, not great, it's certainly not bad, but overall just a solid game for the Kings net monitor. He did allow three goals on 32 shots. Uh, let's quickly just talk about each goal that was allowed. The first goal was a routine shot from the just above like the right faceoff circle, kind of near the boards. Uh, it would have been a soft goal had that gone in otherwise, but uh, some, a little bit unlucky for the Kings. Uh, defenseman Matt Roy actually tried to block that shot with his leg stuck his leg out. It went either off the top of his skate or maybe the bottom part of his shin guard and then deflected into the net past Cam Talbot. Um, you know, Matt Roy trying to do his job, trying to prevent a shot on goal. That's just one of those unlucky things that sometimes happens. Can't blame Cam Talbot on that one, uh, that first goal of the game against the Flames. As for the second goal, the Kings were on the power play. Uh, there was a turnover in the neutral zone. It led to a two-on-one shorthanded chance that the Flames would score on. Obviously, you can't blame Cam Talbot for the turnover. That led to the odd man rush and then the goal against. Uh, so certainly not a soft goal there. But uh, Cam Talbot very, very nearly suffered a serious injury on that goal. Uh, the Flames' Blake Coleman scored the goal going hard to the net, and then he bowled over Cam Talbot. His neck snapped back, and his helmet flew off. And he was down on the ice, kind of face first on the ice, for several moments, the Kings trainer came out to attend to him. Uh, he was on his knees for a while, stretching out that neck uh, and definitely like a whiplash kind of effect on him. 
Fortunately, Cam Talbot would be okay, and he actually stayed in the game. I was very surprised by that. Um, not that, you know, we all know the toughness of hockey players are going to play if they can, but, you know, with all sports, we've seen this across the board, uh, a more of a concentrated effort to address head injuries. And uh, he certainly got hit in the head on that one with his helmet going flying off. And there's supposed to be concussion spotters that are watching these games, either in the arena or maybe in the war room uh, in New York. But um, he was allowed to stay in the game, didn't have to go in and get checked out. Um, obviously that was fortunate for the Kings, but uh, a little bit surprising again, because, uh, the NHL is supposedly, um, more concerned with the head and neck issues. And that was certainly head and neck contact. So he was allowed to stay in the game. And fortunately, like I said, he would be okay. It was a violent collision in his head really snapped back violently. So very fortunate that Kings goaltender Cam Talbot was not injured on that play. And that is probably the biggest fear of a Kings fan right now is something happening to Cam Talbot. So great to see him obviously be okay and even stay in the game. As far as the third goal for the Flames, um, pretty routine shot on the power play. Cam Talbot did make the initial save, but the rebound did go right out in front and was put back in for the uh, for the goal. So not great rebound control on that one from Cam Talbot. Um, also, his teammates didn't do a great job of, of clearing out the front of the net in the crease area, the high danger area, but... The Kings were also down a man shorthanded as well. So um, not, not, you know, the rebound was a little bit of a concern there, but all in all, again, um, not a bad night for Cam Talbot. He was solid, um, although his his goals against average did uh, go up a bit. Uh, 2.06, that's still second in the entire NHL. His save percentage went down just a little bit. Uh, 9.25, that's still third in the NHL. So still um, a solid game for Cam Talbot, not one of his best, but certainly good enough to get the win in this one as he improves on the season to 14, six and two. And um, last year in Ottawa, he had 17 total wins. So he is getting close to his season total for wins from a season ago here with the LA Kings, not even halfway through the season for LA. Uh, let's get to some of the things that we, we liked and we didn't like as far as the game against uh, the Flames. We'll start with what we didn't like, get the bad stuff out of the way. Uh, way too many penalties in this game for the Kings. They took four minor penalties and a double minor as well. Drew Doughty got called for hooking. Um, Carl Grundstrom and Andres England got called for interference. Adrian Kempe called for tripping and took a four-minute double minor for a high stick that caused injury. Now, the Kings actually killed off that double minor, and they actually did a pretty good job overall on the penalty kill, which, by the way, is back to number one in the NHL after that game against the Flames. 86.6% uh, Kings have the number one penalty kill in the NHL. But taking all those penalties, even though it doesn't come to hurt you on the scoreboard necessarily, they did get one power play goal. Um, but it, it killing penalties takes you out of your flow offensively drains a lot of energy. The, the most energy you will expend is killing a, a, a penalty um, and took the Kings out of their flow offensively when they had, I thought, a really good first period, which we'll talk about in a moment. So can't take that many penalties. And the Kings, frankly, were fortunate that the Flames are not a good power play team or else that could have had a lot of uh, uh, a different outcome as far as the goals against if you give that many opportunities for a team. Six shorthanded uh, opportunities there for the Kings um, allowed one power play goal, but just way, way too many penalties that affected the Kings after a really good start. Uh, the power play is still an issue. Uh, LA is now down to 19th in the NHL with the man advantage at 20%. But to be fair, the PL Dubois goal 
was not officially a power play goal, but realistically it was. Uh, Dubois scored just as the penalty expired. The player did come out of the box and was on the ice when the penalty was scored. So again, not officially a power play goal, but he had no impact on the play. Realistically, the Flames were still down a man. Um, so again, it wasn't officially a power play goal, but was essentially a power play goal for the Kings. And I thought they did have some decent scoring chances with the man advantage, uh, some decent zone time. Uh, however, uh, there is a bad trend that is continuing to happen for the LA Kings when they're on the power play. And that is allowing a quality scoring chance against shorthanded. It, it happens pretty much once a game. Uh, and it came back to Hoffman Kings in this one. We talked about the turnover. Um, Jordan Spence was quarterbacking the second power play unit. He had the puck at neutralized. And you see now in the NHL where a player will drop the, the puck back to an on-rushing forward who gets the puck with speed and is able to take it into the zone against you know the defensive setup, which is kind of standing still a bit. Um, so that was what Jordan Spence wanted to do, but his drop pass almost had nothing on it, and it was easily intercepted, led to the two-on-one, and then led to the shorthanded goal and almost the injury to Cam Talbot. So again, uh, I know the Kings obviously want to be a lot better on the power play, but they also need to be a lot better uh, not giving up scoring chances when they have the man advantage. Again, it happens pretty much once a game where they give up an odd man rush or breakaway while on the power play and, and needs needs to be addressed. Uh, what did we like about the win over the Flames? Obviously, the result, uh, getting the two points was great. Uh, beating a division opponent is great. Um, but I thought the first period for the Kings was excellent. Uh, the Kings had a shot mentality right off the bat, scored a goal very early on. They had players going to the net. They had players in front of the net, traffic in front, uh, making it uncomfortable for the opposing goalie. Um, and it's it's very basic hockey in some ways, but it's very effective hockey as well. Cycling the puck, wearing down an opponent, that certainly has its place. Um, but to get shots on goal, have that shot mentality, really puts another team on their heels and gets you an aggressive mindset. And going to the net, like I said, screening a goalie, getting in front for rebounds, getting in front for deflections. Uh, that's when the Kings, I think, are at their best. Now, obviously, they have a lot of talent. They have a lot of creativity, and that can certainly weave its way into what they want to do. But still, that basic effort of getting shots, going to the net, getting in front of the goalie, that's universal for any successful team. And I think the Kings did a really good job of that. More of what I think Tom McClellan wants to see in that first period against the Flames. Unfortunately, they weren't able to sustain that because of all the penalties that they took. But that first period that the Kings played, I think, is exactly what you want to see from the LA Kings when they're being effective offensively. Uh, again, we talked about Quentin Byfield being the number one star. Great to see him continue to be aggressive and effective. Um, so, yeah. Uh, also, the Kings winning uh, a, a kind of a low, not really low scoring, but a a hard-fought game. We've talked about this before. Those kind of one-goal games, you want the Kings to be able to find a way to win. And Tom McClellan, uh, Kings head coach, actually had a quote on this that I was going to share. Uh, and he said uh, about the game, it was a tough, hard game. It didn't go necessarily the way we wanted it the whole night, but we won that. I felt early in the year we were winning some games where we didn't have a lot of adversity in them. It wasn't a lot of situations where you're biting your nails and that type of stuff. So I think 
some of these games are good for us to play. It reminds us how hard it is to win. That was head coach Todd McClellan after the win over the Calgary Flames. Also, we liked seeing a good mix of uh, of scoring. Uh, Trevor Moore gets another goal. Uh, so you've got one of your top goal scorers getting a goal. A, a great, again, just another skilled goal from Trevor Moore. Gets speed, uh, touching up uh, as the puck was cleared, then gets the puck with speed at the blue line and, and just skates it hard to the net and puts a great shot into the top corner. Might have deflected off the defenseman stick a little bit to help it, but still another highly skilled goal from the Thousand Oaks native. Um, Pierre-Luc Dubois getting a, a much-needed goal. We talked about that. And then we had rookie Alex LaFerriere contributing in as well. So a good mix of different players scoring for the LA Kings, that balanced scoring that we've seen uh, pretty much all season long. Uh, let's check in on where the Kings are in the standings as we come out of the holiday break. We'll also have a rain report for you as well. We'll do that next here on Lockdown LA Kings, your team every day. Hey, you shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. I don't because I use Game Time. It is fast, easy, and a great way to buy tickets for sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. I've used Game Time to buy tickets to NHL and NFL games this season, and I am a very satisfied customer. The app is very easy to navigate and use. They've got killer last-minute deals, all-in pricing, and their best prices are guaranteed. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. I love how you can view your seat before you buy it so you know exactly the sight lines you're going to get when you go to the game. And Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. All in pricing shows you the total up front so you know exactly the great deal you are getting without any hidden fees. Buy tickets in seconds with two taps of the app. Just download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem the code LOCKEDONNHL, L-O-C-K-E-D-N-H-L for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. The LA Kings will face the San Jose Sharks 7 p.m. Pacific time on Wednesday. Catch every moment of hometown broadcast to your LA Kings with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Just search LA Kings. Well, let's take a look at the Pacific Division standings. We normally do this on a Monday, but we had the Christmas holiday, so we're doing it on a Tuesday. Kind of let you know where the Kings sit in the division as we go into the week. And we have a new team in first place in the Pacific Division. The Vancouver Canucks have overtaken the Vegas Golden Knights and sit in first place in the Pacific. 23-9-3, the record for Vancouver for 49 points. Uh, they went 2-0-1 over the past week. They beat Nashville and San Jose and lost in overtime to Dallas. So Vegas slides down to second in the division. If the playoffs started today, which they obviously don't, the Kings would face the defending Stanley Cup champs in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, Vegas at 21-9-5 for 47 points. This week they did go 0-3, lost to Carolina, Tampa Bay, and Florida. And the Vegas Golden Knights are once again having issues with their goaltending. Not that they're playing bad. They're not. They're injured. Uh, and this is something we saw all last season with the Vegas Golden Knights. That's why they went out and got Jonathan Quick late in the year. But both their their uh, starting net managers, uh, Laurent Brassois and Aiden Hill, are both battling injuries right now. Uh, so it, But this is not something that Vegas hasn't dealt with over the last few seasons, and they usually are pretty okay with it. But um, that's an issue with them for now. And again, they've dropped down to second in the Pacific. Uh, the Kings have uh, remained in third place pretty much all year. They're still there. 19-7 and for the record for 38 points. Last week, they were 2-1. and one. Uh, They beat Calgary and San Jose, lost to Seattle. Uh, they do still have games in hand on both Vancouver 
and Vegas. Uh, Calgary is in fourth place, 14, 15, and five for 33 points. Uh, this past week, they went two and one. They beat Florida and Anaheim, lost to LA. Seattle is in fifth place at 12, 14, and nine for 33 points. This past week, they went 2-0-1, beat LA and Nashville and lost in overtime to Dallas. Edmonton is uh, in sixth place, 15, 15, and one, 31 points. Two and one this past week, they beat New Jersey and the New York Rangers lost to the Islanders. Anaheim is in seventh place, 12-21 is the record for 24 points. They were one and two this past week. They beat Detroit, lost to Calgary and Seattle. And San Jose in eighth place in the Pacific Division, 9-22-3 for 21 points. They were 0-3 this past week, lost to the Kings, Coyotes, and Canucks. Uh, as far as a rain report, unfortunately not a great uh, past week for the rain. They only played two games, but they did lose both of them, both to the Abbotsford Canucks. Uh, Wednesday, they lost 5-2. to two. Martin Kromiak and Samuel Fogamo had the goals for the rain. For Fogamo, his team leading 12th of the season. Eric Bortillo took the loss in that. He allowed six goals on 42 shots. Thursday, the Kings, excuse me, the rain lost 6-0 to Abbotsford. Eric Bortillo allowed five goals on 27 shots before getting pulled. Jacob Ingham gets his first action this year with the Ontario rain in net. Coming in in relief, he allowed one goal on 15 shots and obviously no goals in that one for the Ontario rain. So not a great couple of games for the rain, but hopefully they can bounce back as they come out of their holiday break as well. They've got three games coming up Thursday. They are in San Diego Saturday. They're in Henderson and then Sunday they host the Henderson silver Knights, the AHL team of the Vegas golden Knights overall for the rain. They are 15, nine and three on the season. They have dropped into fourth place in the Pacific division. And speaking of the Ontario rain, how about a shout out to uh rain play by play man, John Schaefer. He filled in as the Kings um, simulcast uh, announcer on the flames broadcast on Saturday, because friend of the show, Nick Nixon uh, was ill and uh, couldn't, uh, couldn't perform his duties on that night. So John Schaefer got the call up from the AHL, thought he did a very solid job. Uh, good for, uh, for Josh uh, in getting that chance and, uh, and running with it. And now he's got uh as they say in the business, he's got some tape that he can send out to folks as he tries to get maybe an NHL job somewhere. And he's actually done an NHL game, did a great job uh, there on the broadcast. Uh, so congrats to John Schaefer. And also want to say get well soon and happy belated 70th birthday to Nick Nixon. Hopefully we'll see him on the broadcast coming up this week on Wednesday. For you everydayers, those of you that listen and watch Locked on LA Kings every day coming up on tomorrow's show, we'll preview Wednesday's game against the San Jose Sharks. Thursday show, obviously, we'll recap the game against San Jose and also preview that night's game against the Vegas Golden Knights. And on Friday, it's our typical weekly fan feedback show, as well as recapping the Kings Golden Knights game. All that coming up this week here on Locked on LA Kings. Hope you will join us for the entire week. If you would like to send us an email for our fan feedback show or any other comments you want to have about the show, the email address is lockedoneddie at gmail.com, E-D-D-I-E. If you're watching on YouTube, you can, of course, just put your comments below in the section. Uh, we would love you to stay interactive with the show all week long, all day long, 24-7 on X, Twitter, and Instagram. We're at Locked On LA Kings. I'm Eddie Garcia. As always, thank you so much for listening and watching this episode of Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Have a great rest of your day. We will talk to you on Wednesday. And as always, go Kings go.